This call may be recorded or transcribed. Hello? 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 Are you asleep? Hello? 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 Are you the greeter? Sister Yvonne. Good morning. Good morning, beautiful. 
Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. Good morning, Happy King Day, everyone. Good morning, Brother Michael. Thank you. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Good morning, Susie. This is Juanita. How are you this morning? Good morning, Sister Juanita. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for asking. Good. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. This is from Arizona, and I'm your greeting this morning. Did anybody else chime in? I would like to say good morning. Good morning, Mrs. Shaw. Happy Monday. Good morning. Happy Monday. You too. Good morning, Latifia. Good morning, Victoria Victory. Happy Monday, it's Rochelle. Good morning, Rochelle. Happy Monday to you. Good morning, this is Diane. Happy mm-hmm. Monday. Yes, this Diane. Happy Monday to you, too. Who's this? Hey, good morning, Leticia. It's Dee Dee. Blessings to you, sis. Good morning. Happy Monday to you, sis. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. It's the people from Arizona. I'm your greeter this morning. If there's anybody else on the line, they'd like to say good morning. Good morning. It's me, Mary. Good 
the morning, sisters and brothers. It's Toya. Good morning. Happy Monday, sir. Hello, good morning. Happy Monday. Hi, JC. It's Moxie. Happy Monday, everybody. Good morning, Moxie. Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday, Moxie. Good morning, JC. This is Glorious Gloria. Happy Monday. Good morning, Gloria. Happy Monday to you. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Patricia from Arizona. I'm your green this morning. Can anybody else join the line? I'd like to say good morning. Oh, hey, Leticia. I thought you were JC. Sorry. Oh, sorry, My bad, me too. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Right, we are going to go ahead and get started with the business of porn. For those, you can go ahead and take a look at your phones and please press the standard leave button. As the call is being recorded, we'd like to preserve the integrity of it. Thank you very much for that. Hello again. Happy Monday. Welcome to Declare Victory. I'm Leticia from Arizona, and I am your host this morning. Declare Victory is a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to continue joining us during the month of January, where the new monthly theme is entitled Planting. Focusing on the importance of planning our words, influence, and action according to the word and the will of God so we can be planted after his own kind. Still hearing some feedback, so if you're going to take this time to, again, check your phones, make sure the standard mute button is pressed. There are two announcements today. The first one, please join us tonight and every Monday night for Marriage Matters. It's for marriage couples or marriage hopefuls. You can call into the same phone number tonight at 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You will be happy that you did. Secondly, would you like to offer an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances? Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truth, along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to do so. DeclareVictory.org, PayPal.me backslash DeclareVictory, or our cash app, which is the dollar sign. I declare victory now. We pray that many blessings for our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. 
There were no prayer requests from anybody asked, but I, there is one spoken one. I would like for you to pray for my friend Katora as of last night, in the wee hours of the morning. I went with her to see her husband take his final breath. Please pray for her during this time of loss. The order of the call today is the prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Dee Dee. The declaration will be brought by Pamela Jordan. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. And the order of the call today is the prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Dee Dee. The declaration will be brought by Pamela Jordan. Then we'll go into closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture reading for today is out of Proverbs chapter 3, verse 3 and 4, and it reads, let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, I'd like for everybody just to triple tip their phones again or their listening devices to make sure that the standard read button is pressed. As the call has been recorded, we would like to preserve the integrity of it. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior. Have a blessed day. I lift you high in praise, my God, oh my King, and I'll bless your name until eternity. I bless you every day and keep it up from now to eternity. God, you are magnificent. You can never be praised enough. There are no boundaries to your greatness, God. Generation after generation stands in awe of your marvelous work. Each one tells stories of your mighty acts. Your beauty and splendor have everyone talking. I compose songs of your wonders. Your marvelous doings are headline news. I could write a book full of the details of your greatness, God. The fame of your goodness spreads across the country. Your righteousness is on everyone's lips. God, you are all mercy and grace, not quick to anger, rich in love. God, you are good to one and all. Everything you do is soaked through your grace. Creation and creatures applaud you, God. Your holy people bless you. God, you give hand to those who are down and out. You give a fresh start to those just ready to quit, ready to throw in the towel. You give hope when it's hopeless. All eyes are on you, Jehovah Jireh, our provider. You're generous to a fault. You lavish your favor on all of us. Everything you do is right. The trademark on all your work is love. God, you're there listening for all who pray, for all who pray and who mean it. You do what's best for those who fear you. You hear us call out and you save us. God, you stick by all who love you. But it's all over for those who don't. 
My mouth is filled with your praise this morning. Let everything that has breath praise your name from here and forevermore. Oh, magnificent God, magnificent Lord, we worship you. Lift up your heads, oh, you gates, be lifted up. You everlasting doors, let the king of glory shall come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, oh, you gates, lift them up. You everlasting doors, let the king of glory shall come in. Though we are experiencing so much pressure on every side, we are not crushed. Even when we don't know what to do, we don't know what to say quitting is not an option we are persecuted on every side but god has not forsaken us we may be knocked down but not out continually just pleading the blood of jesus over our lives oh god hear my prayer this morning listen to my heart's earnest plea for no matter where i am or where i go i'm never far from you i cry out to you abba father daddy we need you we need you now please mute your line father we thank you for just another gift of life, to come to you this morning to just say thank you. Some of us are so overwhelmed. We don't know if we're coming or going, but you glide us into your glory where we are safe under the shadow of safety, your shadow of safety. Thank you for your shadow of safety. This world is cold, but, God, we trust you, and you are there. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, it's your name that's worthy to be praised. It's a beautiful day that you made this Monday morning, God. It's a day that we have not yet seen. Yesterday is over and tomorrow's not promised. So we stand right today and we say thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Have your way with us. We thank you for your love. We thank you for just the peace, God. We thank you that you woke us up in our right minds, hallelujah, and that we can hear, we can see, we can walk, we can talk. Even some of us may have woken up in, with pain in our bodies. We thank you for the pain, God, because somebody didn't wake up. We only have a right to say thank you. Thank you. We just have thank yous on our hearts this morning. God, somebody didn't wake up. You heard Letitia as she said she stood with her friend Katora as she said goodbye to her husband. God, bless her. Bless the family. Touch her heart this morning, God. I'm lifting up the Williams family as well. My brother-in-law, Rick, who has gone on to glory, he took his last breath last Sunday. Bless his wife, Pam. They were married 46 years, three beautiful children. God, touch all those that are hurting this morning. It's so many hurting this morning, but, God, you are good. And you are, even in the midst of it, you are good. I'm lifting up Stephanie, my niece that's fighting cancer in her body. She's 30 years old. I thank you for baby Isaiah and Alexis. I'm calling out Bubbly to you this morning and Tunisia, who lost her mother. I'm calling out Keisha, who's still fighting, and for Barbara's daughter. You know all about her, God. For Anita's niece and for her grandson and for Pamela Mason's mom and Mother Leomia. I'm praying for our own Moni, who lost her dad just last night. God. It's so much grief, but you are still God, and you are still good. Rochelle's son, Lamar, he goes to lay his grandfather to rest in Tennessee. Touch that family, God. It's so much grief, but even with that, you are still God all by yourself. We know that grief is just another form of love with nowhere to go. Anybody hurting this morning? Anybody that maybe holding on to some unforgiveness, let it go. Life is too short. There are homeless people that need you. They need shelter. They need food. The lonely, the missing children, somebody is separated from their baby. God, 
There's so much going on. Sickness and disease must bow down. Jesus bore it all on the cross. I call out diabetes, lupus, cancer, COVID, dementia, Alzheimer's, mental illness, rheumatoid arthritis, fertility issues. All of that was born on the cross. So, God, anybody is suffering with that, I just give it all to you, God. I thank you just for healing. You are Jehovah Rapha. You can heal the mind. You can heal a heart that's broken. Some people die from a broken heart. God, help us. I'm praying that somebody right now probably listening is dealing with suicidal thoughts. They've already given up. But, Lord, I pray that you speak to their hearts right now, God. I I cry out on their behalf. God, for anybody that's feeling like it's no way out, give them a hopeful cry right now, Jesus. We can't take it for granted that everybody's okay because they may sound like they're okay because they pray eloquently or they're loud or they can shout or they can sing or they can speak in tongues, but people are really hurting, God. So I'm asking that you speak to the hearts of those who are hurting right now for real, for real, God. God, I thank you this morning. I thank you no matter what we are facing, that you are still God. You are our defender. You go before we even know that we need you. Hallelujah. God, I thank you for what you didn't allow to happen in some of our lives, God. I thank you for that. I thank you for even when we, we feel confused, confusion does not come from you, that you will regulate our minds and, and put us back on the right path, God, in any situation. I, I cover our, our young people, all our nieces and nephews and children, God. You know exactly what's going on for our siblings and for anywhere that there might be a breach in a relationship, God. I ask that you mend it. God, and I, I want to say a special prayer for Dion and for Tanya and for Simone, our own Dion, as she still is celebrating her 50 years of Jubilee. Thank you for her life, God. And as she's enjoying herself, let them stay covered. Let them stay healthy. Let nothing come on them that they didn't take with them, God. Let them just have a good time and just be relaxed. A joyous, fantastic trip, Lord, I thank you. And as we enter into prayer, I ask that everyone listening to the sound of my voice would just position their hearts to not just ask you, God, but to bless you, to thank you for just being God and for being good, for another chance at this thing called life, the things that we may have blown on yesterday, because I'm sure we all did. God, you've already taken care of it. You just want to hear our hearts. You don't want to hear our words. You want to hear true worship, because that's what it's all about. It's just about worshiping you because you deserve the glory. You deserve the praise. Victor, please take your phones off mute and just worship God. Worship him in spirit and in truth. Believe what you are praying for this morning, God. Take your phones off mute. We bless your name. And give God the glory. Thank him for your life. Thank him that you can see. Thank him that you can hear. Thank him because you are living on your own. Hallelujah. No matter what you are facing. Thank you another chance to be alive because he allowed you all more sins. Father, we pray for you. I thank you for your love. 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 I th
planting is. And as I really jumped into the scriptures and began to read and uh, really just meditate on, you know, where he um, wanted me to go with this, um, he, you know, led me to um, 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 Genesis. And it's interesting because, um, you know, the enemy is so busy, even in spite of COVID and everything that's been going on across this country. Um, and so um, we're just going to see um, how God's hand is is on us. God's hand is always uh, propelling us to prosper, how God's hand is always uh, guiding us, even in the times when we think we are at our worst. He is still there. He's always present. Uh, so um, we're on Genesis and the 27th chapter. And uh, this passage has to do with um, Isaac and how Isaac is giving the blessing that uh, Jacob stole from Esau. And he was, you know, dressed in Esau's clothes, and his mother, you know, kind of assisted him in this plot. And Isaac, at this particular time, is blind, and um, he had finished eating, um, you know, venison, and he called Jacob close. And Jacob came in and kissed him, and the scripture says that he smelled the smell of his raiment. And he blessed him and said, see, the smell of my son is the smell of the field, is as the smell of the field, which the Lord has blessed. Now, bear with me. <laughs> but um, as I was really researching this, um, when Isaac makes that declaration and talks about the smell of my son is that's the smell of the field that the Lord has blessed. He's uh, making a reference to um, God's vineyard. He's, 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 he's saying that to all of us. He's saying that, 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 that the smell of my field that the Lord has blessed. Now, I don't know about you, but, you know, I grew up in Kansas City, Kansas, and I grew up, you know, in um, kind of a, not really a rural part of Kansas, but we had um, a farm, sort of, and we had horses and cows, and um, my, my dad had gardens and, you know, almost like a whole orchard, and that that smell of the field, that, that crops and the trees and the blooms and the flowers, um, that, that sweet-smelling, um, you know, uh, fragrance that's in the air. I don't know if you can smell it now, but just that blossom from the trees and the plant, that, that fruit that's about to spring forth from the blossoms of those plants, it's so sweet. It smells so so rich, I can almost smell it now. And and all of that um, is is uh, the process of of fruit being birthed 
fruit coming forth. Um, and as a result of it, you know, you have uh, bees that pollen, uh, that are pollinators for all of the plants and the flowers and the fruit. And um, the bees um, will pollen from one to the next, you know, one, one plant to the next, one flower to the next in order for it to grow and you know I know most people look at bees as being you know something horrible something that hurts something that can sting something that can bring harm but that 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 uh, insect um, the bees are desiring that sweetness from the flower that nectar from the flower and the bees are taking uh, that sweetness to pollinate uh, the pollination from the flower to to um, to pollinate the fruit and and the other produce and things that are in the garden and so um, here in uh, Genesis you know he talks about the smell of my son is as the smell of the field that the Lord has blessed and when you look at uh, that field um, it's full of life. It, it's full of flowers. It's full of, of uh, aroma. It, it's uh, changing the atmosphere of, of that environment. Um, it's sweet. It it's, uh, emanates from, from, from the plant, and it goes forth to all who come near it. The entire environment of that field is filled with that fragrance and that's what um isaac was speaking of it, it it's a beautiful smell it's a pleasant smell and i believe that god has um really positioned all of us on this call for this time for such a time as this even in the midst of pandemic even in the midst of everything that seems so wrong to to show us that there are still yet uh, uh, blossoms and fruit. It's right at that that stage where the fruit is coming forth. And God wants you to know that the, the fruit will come, the fruit will come, the fruit will bloom, uh, that we need to be patient because we're right at that brink. Um, now, I want to um also um I'm trying to pull up this scripture uh bring up this scripture in Isaac and I want to um you know just share with you guys that you know wherever you are right now um in your life you're where God has planned you to be where God has um provided where he has destined you to be um, things that might be happening in your life, things that might be going on around you, um, God is still in the midst. And I really want to encourage you today that no matter what you're going on, I know Dee Dee talked about people who have lost loved ones and people who have gone through great loss. I want to encourage you that God is in the midst. You are right where God needs you. Um, now let's go to Isaac, um, um, Isaiah, I'm sorry. Um, 61 and Isaiah 61 uh, verses 1 through 3 and it says the spirit of the Lord is 
upon you. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Um, so it's saying the spirit of the of God is on you. You know, I, I want you to get that. The spirit of God is on you. He's, he's with you. It's on me also. It, you know, he is ever present in our lives. And it's really important for us to know this because of what the rest of the passage is saying and what the rest of these verses are, are unfolding to us is that right now that that the Holy Spirit is on each of us right now on this call. He is with us. He's not just on us to be on us. There's a reason for him to be on us. There's a reason. There's a purpose for, for him being in our lives. Um, it goes on to say that because, um, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek, he has sent me to the blind and the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of prisons to them that are bound. It goes on to say, verse 2, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn. You see, God has anointed us to do great things. And it doesn't stop there. It goes on to say that he has anointed us to appoint us. Hold on a second. To appoint unto us to mourn in Zion. And then it says to give unto them beauty for ashes and oil for their mourning. Ashes are, are mentioned throughout the Old Testament, and, and, and there are very uh, several scriptures where people were grieving or struggle, and they put sackcloth and ashes because they were grieving. Um, I, I remember the, the scripture in Second uh, Kings where there was this famine in the land, and the famine was so bad that there was two mothers um, that had uh, made a decision to, you know, eat their children, to eat their baby. And, and they ate the uh, child one day, and the next day they were to eat the other child. Um, and when they went to eat the other child, the next day she had hid the child. And so they called uh, the king and said, you know, there's a problem here because we ate her child one day, and she hid her child. They ate my child, and she hid her child the next day. And the king grabbed his robe and he rent his robe and under his robe he had sackcloth because he was so grieving. He was so full of, of, of grief because of the famine. He was also suffering. But God says that he is with us, that, that the Holy Ghost is on each one of us to give us beauty for our ashes. So no matter what you are going through, I don't know what you might be going through, but I want to encourage you today that God is giving us beauty for our ashes. I don't, I don't know what uh, the situation is. I know even in the midst of this COVID and many of us have been going through it for, you know, we've all been going through it for over two years, going into three years. You know, we are here to know that God is with us and that the Holy Ghost is on us and that he is keeping us and providing for us and protecting us in the midst of everything. 
he goes on to say that not only am I giving you beauty for ashes, but the oil of joy is upon you. And so it goes on to say, you know, that God is giving us this joy for our actions. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. I lost my place. So he says that the, the, the oil of joy, he'll give us joy for our mourning, our mourning. So God is saying that he wants to comfort us. He wants to be with us in the midst of everything that we're going through. It reminds me of um, Leviticus. In Leviticus, God is uh, warning those um, in the midst of worship. And in Leviticus 26, um, he says uh, that um, God warned them and said that, you know, if you, if, um, Hold on one second. Um, so God warns them um, that if they turned away from him and started worshiping all these false gods, that he would bring this sin because they were worshiping this false god Baal. And because they were worshiping Baal, God, you know, went forth and, and brought this famine because of their disobedience. God brought the famine. Yeah, you see, these are the same um, individuals that God had, you know, given them the promised land that was flowing with milk and honey. He had provide, made provisions for them. He had done everything for them, yet they chose to worship other gods. In fact, when they went over into the promised land, get this. God said that I would be with you, and they end up sending 12 spies over, not trusting God, but because of their lack of trust, you know, they end up wandering in the wilderness. And once they got over into the promised land, you know, God told them, you know, I will battle. I'll fight your battle. You know, start fighting um, the, 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 each of the, um, the uh, people in that land because the people in that land were worshiping idols the Jebusites and everybody, the Ninevites, all of them were worshiping idols. And instead of them fighting them, they, they started off fighting them. And after they conquered one region, they decided that they would just allow the um, Jebusites and everyone to just dwell among them. They became so comfortable that they allowed themselves to uh, be inundated with these people of a different culture, to be people from this uh, who were worshiping idols. And that's sometimes so often as us. You know, so often we will sit back and complain about what God is not doing in our life and how God is not blessing us, but God is saying, you compromised. I told you I was going to deliver you. I told you I was going to protect you. I told you I was going to provide for you. But instead, you open a door for the enemy to come in, and now you're sitting, whining, and dining the enemy instead of worshiping me and blessing me. 
Now, in this particular chapter, the reason why he talks about giving them beauty for ashes, he goes on to say that so that he might be glorified. He said, see that I, uh, hold on a second, I'm sorry, I keep the, my iPad keeps switching. So he talks about giving them beauty for ashes so that he might be glorified. And he goes on to say that, he goes on to say that, that we might be the trees of righteousness. Hold on, let me read this again. In verse 3, um, Isaiah 61, verse 3, and it says, Appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, Zion to give them beauty for ashes and oil for their mourning, and oil of joy for their mourning. And he said, Garment of praise for the spirit of healthiness, that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that they might be glorified. And so here he is doing all of this that God might be glorified. God wants the glory out of our lives. You know, and, and, and this is what I want to focus on, that, that we might be called trees of righteousness, that we might be called the planting of the Lord, that he be glorified. And so for here out, I want to really focus on this planting of the Lord planting of the Lord. And as I was really praying and focusing on this uh, particular uh, word, God was saying to me that he wants us to know that he, it is he who has planted us. Uh, we're not on this call by accident. We're not um, a part of this ministry by accident. God has planted us. He has positioned us in this ministry, on this call, this very day, because he is ordaining what we will do. He knows that this ministry is rich in soil and rich in nutrients, and that we will be able to bear good fruit from this ministry, from Declare Victory. And so here he is saying that he has done the planting. Um, I have. Um, you know, all my life I have really been involved in planting. Um, my dad was, um, you know, he was a contractor, but yet we literally lived, as I stated earlier, on a farm in Kansas. And we had over half of the yard, um, which was probably over three acres, that was a part of um, his garden. And he used to plant these trees and he would plant, um, you know, in Kansas, he had apple trees and pear trees and, you know, everything that you can think of he had. He had all kinds of, uh, my mother loved flowers. So the whole front yard and the patio area was filled with flowers that my dad took care of. And I, I, I watched my dad over the years, you know, just really, um, take care of, you know, his his vineyards, his his um, you know, his crops. And he knew which tree was gonna bear apples and he knew which trees would bear uh, 
grapes and he knew which uh, a tree was bearing uh, pears. Um, even when he moved to Arizona, he planted um, lemon trees and orange trees and, and, and grapefruit trees in his yard. Now, the Bible says in Matthew that the tree is known by its fruits. And it was, and in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, it says, And brethren, I could not speak of you unto spiritual, but as of the, unto the carnal, carnal, even as the babes of Christ. And it goes on to say, for I have fed you with milk and not with meat, hitherto that you would not be able to bear it, neither now that you would. And then it goes on to verse 3 where he says, and ye are not yet carnal, for my witnesses are there among you, envy and strife and division and carnal, and walk as, and they walk as men. And then Paul goes on to say, are you not carnal? He goes on to say, for one says, I am a Paul, I am of Paul and the other of Apollos. And yet ye are not carnal. You know, he's, he's basically saying, you know, you guys are fighting over who you belong to or who uh, sowed seeds into you, whether it was Paul or Apollos, you know, Paul is like, it doesn't matter, you know. It, who then is Paul, he goes on to say, you know, who is Apollos, but ministers by whom you believe, even as the Lord gives to every man. And he goes on to say, I planted Apollos water, but it is God that gives the increase. You know, my father was that that planter. He planted. He he made sure that um, the plants were um, planted. But he goes on to say, but it is God that gave the increase. And I think so often we forget that it's God that gives the increase. He goes on in verse 7 and he says, neither then is he that planteth anything nor he that waters, but it is God that gives the increase. And then he goes on to say, now he that planteth and he that watereth is one. And every man shall receive of his own according to his own labor. And he says, for we are laborers together with God. And he goes on to say, for ye are God's husband's tree. Now, I was, you know, a little confused by that. And so I went to look up the word husbandry. And the hus husbandry means vineyard or, or planting or branches. And that's what Paul is saying. God used me to plant you, but you're actually God's plant. You're God's husbandry. You belong to God. In John 15, Jesus goes on to say, um, I am the true vine. And my father is the husband. So if God is the husband, we're the husband tree. We we are the the plant. If Jesus is the vine and 
God is the husband. He's the planter. We're the branches. We we are the the tree. And he goes on to say in verse 2 that every branch in me that beareth not fruit, take it away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. So see, God is desiring that we bring forth more fruit. For the will of God, according to Isaiah 61, is that we are the planting of the Lord. We're here because God planted us. He He placed us there. He positioned us there. Now, you might be wondering, well, why did God plant you? He goes, Jesus says, well, he planted us here that we might bear fruit because there's fruit that God wants us to bring forth. And not only fruit, but the scripture tells us that when we bring forth food, that he will fruit, that he will prune us. Now, I don't know if any of you have ever seen a tree prune, but you prune it so that in the next season that the fruit will um, be born. Uh, that it will bear will be uh, even greater. Um, in John 15, it says, every branch in me that bears not fruit shall be taken away, and every branch that bears fruit, I purge it. And he goes on to say that it may bring forth more fruit. So, see, we're to bring forth fruit and as God prunes us, he desires that we bring forth even more fruit. So we, he planted us that we bring forth fruit, but not only bring forth fruit, but he begins to purge us so that we can bring forth even more fruit because God knows what we're capable of. God knows who we are. God knows what we can do. God has gifted us and empowered us to do greater work than, than his son. Now, John 15 goes on to say in verse 7, if you abide in me and my word in you, you should ask unto me, you should, wait, I'm sorry, <laughs> you should ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. And then he goes, herein is my Father glorified. And it goes on to say how he's glorified, that ye bear much fruit. And so Jesus is saying, you know, my God is glorified when you bear much fruit. And it goes on to say that so shall you be my disciple. God desires that we bear fruit, but not just bear fruit, that we bear more fruit. And not just more fruit, but much fruit. <laughs> so that we can do greater works, that we can do the things that he desires us to do, that he planted us for, that we can operate in the purpose that he planted us for. God desires us to uh, bring forth fruit. And in Matthew, it talks about, you know, how that fruit comes forth. It talks about how uh, from the heart of a, a man's speaks what comes out of his heart. So what comes out of our heart, our, our mouth, our words, 
that spoken word is, are the fruits, and we can we can curse or we can build up with our words. So we need to be careful what comes out of our mouth and and how we uh, present the fruit that God has given us and planted in us. Now, as I stated before, my dad, you know, has done uh, so much in in planting and um, growing uh, trees, and he um, used to uh, grow apple trees and pear trees and uh, lemon trees and lime trees and grapefruit trees. And a few years ago when uh, he bought this uh, five-acre farm in in Arizona, he um, planted, started planting uh, palm trees. And it's interesting because, um, you know, when you plant uh, palm trees, he started off pretty small. He thought they were going to be pretty small, but they end up growing so large that, you know, they were um, really inhibiting the entrance into the driveway. So what he decided to do one day was to literally dig up the palm tree and replant it. And it's interesting because there was two palm trees that he needed to dig up. And and, and once he started digging up these palm trees, um, he had myself and uh, one of a couple of my nieces and my nephew out helping him. And we were, uh, you know, using his machinery to to um, dig up these huge huge holes his um, he had a um, I forget what it's called a tractor and so we were digging up these huge holes so that the plant could be uh, planted uh, this palm tree could be planted now we kept saying well dad why don't you just get rid of these palm trees why don't you just um, you know give them to somebody else why even leave them on the the land and he was like no you know he was like i i uh, planted these palm trees when they were just uh, small little palm trees and now they're large and you know i'm not going to uh, get rid of them i'm not going to leave them i'm going to just uh, put them on another part of the land um, he had a whole back area where he was uh, had a pond that he was uh, building and so he wanted to put the palm trees further out by the pond and so as i stated we built this huge um hole we started digging up this huge um hole so that we could uh, pick up that palm tree and put it onto another area of the land and it made me you know as i i kind of reflect back and think about that that's the way god is with us you know god might um need to move us into other positions as we grow in him, as we uh, blossom in him, as we begin to produce fruit and and uh, we begin to grow. He needs to uh, position us and, and place us in another area. Um, and he's not, uh, you know, removing us completely, but he is just repositioning us for uh, our ability to, to uh, be greater, to grow greater fruit, to grow more fruit. And so my uh, dad um, literally, you know, uh, we had to dig up this uh, palm tree, but before we even uh, 
could move this palm tree, my dad had the palm tree pruned. He had all of the uh, palm tree cut off and, you know, it was kind of hanging, all the branches were kind of hanging down and over. So he had a, a, a guy come out and cut the tree and really prune it to the point that it was literally just, you know, what was left of it was just these little um, leaves that were just sticking straight up in the air. And oftentimes before you position people and you move things, um, it's necessary to prune, to position you, to get you prepared, to get you ready um, to bear more fruit. Um, and Oftentimes, when you move things from one position to the other position, particularly with plants, um, I had this experience last last spring when I was planting some squash um, in my backyard. I had never had a garden before, and I decided to try to plant my own garden, being inspired by my dad. And it was a smaller uh, pot that I initially had it in, and I needed to put it into a bigger pot because um, the leaves were starting to die. It was starting to droop. And someone had advised me, oh, you need to repot it. But as I repotted that plant, um, it it became worse. Like it really became, it looked like it was really on its last leg. It was just drooping and falling over. And when I called them and asked what should I do, they were telling me, well, Pam, when you repotted it, you clearly, um, you know, didn't put the proper nutrients in the base of it, you know, in, in the foundation of that pot so that the plant would be comfortable because what's happening now is the plant is going into shock and it's um, ruining the plant because, you know, it's going into shock. And so uh, what she explained to me what I needed to do was to literally dig the plant up and to elevate it a little higher and pack in some more nutrients. Um, um, we had compost at the time, and so we were putting compost in there, which is considered, you know, black gold of soil. So we began to um, put it uh, compost down there and raised it up a little bit. And that's what God does with us. Sometimes when we are repositioned and we go into shock, you know, we God needs to elevate us. God needs to raise us up. God has his attention on us, and he's watching us, and his hand is on us. He has our, uh, he, he's uh, concerned about us, and he doesn't want us to live in shock. He doesn't want us to live in fear. He wants us to bring forth fruit of righteousness. He wants us to bring forth greatness. And so he will raise us up so that he can be glorified. You see, the plants in my yard represented me, you know. It was a direct uh, reflection on me when people saw my plant. They'd be like, what What did you do? God didn't want that to reflect his image, who we are. We're drooping down, you know, nearly dying. So God will elevate us a little bit like I had to do with my squash. And uh, once I elevated it, it began to uh, really produce and it was just amazing seeing how, you know, um, it was nourished. Now, back to my dad with this, this tree. Um, he moved it from one part of the yard to the other part of the yard. And prior to putting it into the, uh, the hole that we dug, 
Um, we put manure in the hole. We filled it up with manure. We uh, watered it. And I was questioning, like, why would we water it? Um, but my dad was explaining to me because of the roots, we didn't want the roots to be um, down in the soil that was hard. In Arizona, the, 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 the ground is hard and it's difficult. So he wanted the trees to have this uh, firm foundation, this nourishment, to be in the best environment that it can grow, that it can um, completely flourish. And that's the way it is with God. God prepares where we'll be. He prepares how we will flourish. In fact, when I looked up the word plant in Hebrew, it means pato, pato, and that that word in Hebrew goes on to mean not only vineyard, but it goes on to mean to be established, to be positioned, and that's what God is doing. God is wanting to position us so that we would be great. And it's interesting about this palm tree. Once my dad got it positioned, once my dad um, watered it and and put it in the uh, ground where it needed to be, and he had pruned it back. The palm tree didn't even look like a palm tree anymore. <laughs> Sometimes we are not, we don't look like what we are. Sometimes we don't look like what we've been through. Sometimes we look like, uh, we don't look like where we're going, you know. God is positioning us. God is preparing us. He planted us. He's uh, providing us nourishment so that we can bear fruit and more fruit and that we can be a blessing to others so that he can be exalted. And it's interesting because even though that tree did not look like a palm tree, <laughs> you know, like I said, that's like us. Sometimes we don't uh, look like who we sh we're destined to be. We don't look like who we will be because God cut us back. He's pruning us. He's preparing us for the position and the, the place that he needs to place us and the position and the ground and the soil that he needs to put us up. Um, he didn't want us to be in shock. He didn't want us to go through uh, problems in our growth. And, our, and even though he transplanted he may transplant us from one position to the other he wants us to be strong um in first uh, corinthians god says in colossians one it says that god translated us into the kingdom of his son from out of the darkness the power of darkness he translated us into the kingdom of his son. God is translating us today. He, is, he has planted us. He is positioning us. He, he is relocating us so that we can flourish, so that we can have great fruit, so that we can be the best that we can be, so that we can provide the best ministry that we can provide, so that he can be glorified. And I really want to encourage you that as we go through COVID and what the future might hold, that we not lose sight of what God is doing in our life, what God is doing in this country, and how God needs to position us and prepare us and ready us 
to be ready to be there for his children who are in need so that we can speak life into them. God bless you all. Father God, we just thank you, God, for uh, your word, your message, God. I pray, Lord, that we uh, did not land on deaf ears, God, but that we uh, walk in your word, God, that we be used, God, of you, God, that we, as you position us for the next phase in our life and the next phase and where you would have us to go, God, that uh, we would uh, be yielded to you, God, and that we be ready, God, to bear the fruit, God, that you have planted us to bear, God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. God bless you all. Good morning. I want to open the line up for those who want to say good morning. Good morning. It's Monica. Great declaration. Good morning, Monica. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm sorry, who was that? Good morning, Sister Stephanie. How are you? The declaration was wonderful. Good morning, Sister Stephanie. Good morning, Mr. Smith. Good morning, Sister. Blessing to hear your sound. Good to hear yours. It was an awesome decoration. Praise God. Good morning, Ms. Leonia. Great decoration this morning. Thank you. Good morning, Sister Leonia. Well, let's open it up. And thank you for that wonderful declaration, Sister. Good morning. Um, We can open it up for questions, comments. I apologize for going so long. I kept losing my place on my iPad. (laughs) It was like my screen kept jumping and going blank. Uh, I've been having a lot of problems with Wi-Fi over here, but, you know. God is able. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for your decoration. Um, Yeah, so I'm realizing that God is divine and I am the branch and I'm bearing good fruit now when it was, um, when I used to bear, um, I'm out of breath, excuse me, I used to bear, you know, not such good knees and so they but he has torn them off and got new knees where I'm as I am connected to him and he is unique. And so um yeah, Friday I got sick. And you know, usually I got a lot of trust and faith in God because he brought me through COVID already, you know, before when it first hit and I wasn't hospitalized and I know and I my heart goes out to the people that Lost loved ones. At this yeah. time, so my grandson uh, well, went to sleep, and I was over there visiting, and he went to sleep and woke up. And then 
she was crying back there and shaking and so I said, God, you know, touch his body. And so he went to the hospital and now he has a new COVID. So I went and got tested and uh, I'm just believing God because it seemed like a little cold, but I've been vaccinated. You know, you still can get it. It don't matter if you're vaccinated or not. Right. But I trust God and I believe in God that he's going to bring us up. He's going to heal and my test going to come back negative. And even if it doesn't, I'm all right because I know God can heal because he already done it. He brought me through so much. And so, you know, there ain't no more doubting. I know what he can do. So I'm just grateful and thank you. Uh, and I'm just keep reading and keep going. So thank you so much. And God bless everyone. God bless you too. Good morning. This is Sister Stephanie. I thank you so much for your declaration. And, um, you know, um, like you were saying, that God allows the, um, allows us to, well, I know that my Lord allows us to go through things, but and I know, but um, in um, um, James, it says that the Lord doesn't test you, but however, the Lord will give us, um, um, in, in this life, we have tasks, because Jesus went through a lot of things, what makes us think that we're going to escape um, clear and free from our tests and turmoil, but he gives us what we need to be able to bear these things. And like right. somebody was saying before, with the palm tree, the palm tree's roots grow just as deep as the palm tree grows high. And so yeah. like you're saying, the, the thing about the, the, the palm tree's roots um, uplifting the driveway, um, it, that's because the roots are deep, you know, and the deeper we are planted, the, the more we are planted in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and doing his word, you know, the more that our, our roots grow deep. And, you know, as our roots grow deep, we are going to be tried. We are going to be tried. And it doesn't mean that everything is going to be hunky-dory, but it does mean that as long as we stay clear, as long as we stick to what we know, that, you know, we would be able to resist the evils of different, you know, things that come against us. And I just appreciate your word. I appreciate, like you said, you know, this um, this format for which we are blessed to be able to share the word and to hear the word each morning. Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Good morning. This is Gwen. I want to uh, thank you for the declaration. I thought it was awesome, especially your um, comparison to the, the palm tree and the farm and the whole repositioning. Uh, <clears throat> I, I think it's so awesome how God operates. He takes the things that we go through, the trials and the tribulations we go through, the transitioning to um to make us, you know, he says all things work together for good for those who love him. So the yeah. things that we go through become a point of reference for other people in our ministries so that we can have compassion. And, you know, I just want, I want to praise God for my sister Juliet, who's always been there for me. You know, I had gotten diagnosed yeah. with diabetes and I had gone through this whole brain fog thing, which was sending me through, my God, it was crazy. But, you know, it's a long story. 
but um, because she also knows, you know, what that is like, you know, she was able to be compassionate, to cry with me, to to bear some of my burdens. And, you know, it, it is it is so amazing when people have had a point of reference for where you're at. Right. When, when you talk to them, you know, you just feel this love, this, this you know, I, if you got through it, I can get through it, you know? So, you know, I just praise God for your declaration. When God repositions us and and allows us to go through things, it is for our good. If we are able to actually, you know, to be uh, introspective and realize that's what he's doing. Right, right. Amen. Yeah, because so often um, we define ourselves in ministry by our position and so often you know we um, you know get an attitude or get frustrated when we're being moved or out of our position but you know don't don't get an attitude don't get upset about it you know God God is doing something greater God is doing something better for you he's positioning you so that you can bear even greater fruit to be a blessing to others. Amen. Hey, Sister Pamela, it's Dee Dee. Thank you. Hey, Lisa. Oh, my God. How, how are your parents doing? And oh, David, that's Dee Dee. Everybody good? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Parents yeah, are Everybody's good? doing good. Um, yeah, my mom has had some issues, but, you know, she's doing good. My sister's there now, so. Man, always praying. I wanted to. You really, uh, whew, when you when you went to my 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 beauty for ashes because you know I sh- always share about when I delivered my baby and he had no life when I was eighteen. Um, as I went through that and got through that, that was the reference, you know. And it really talks about how God gives us beauty for ashes because this life we're gonna have heartache. And so right. what, the, what the Beauty for Ashes provides us with strength to endure the things that life is going to bring us. And we can trust God with all of it, from the death to, you know, loss of whatever it is, and he will provide our needs. And so I'm so glad that you went there because we're going to go through things. It's not if, it's just when. And so he can mm-hmm. carry us when we're hopeless um, and just replace the pain with that and even the joy that he gives us back. So I'm glad you said that. And if we really break it down, and he says, you give me beauty for ashes and you pull me close to your heart, you have turned mourning to dancing. That's what he does. That's when yeah. it's brand new mercy. So we don't have to worry about that old stuff because it's going to happen, right? That's how right. we stay off the wall. That's why we have to know that we got to press past it to not lose our minds because if we really trust God, if we really believe who he is, like not just do the lip service, but we got to have it in us, that beauty for ashes will define hope because what Jesus bore on the cross. And we don't have to sit in the ashes of our stuff because he right. gives us, he renews us. And so it's like you can just turn that, that, that morning into dancing and the, 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 the just come out of that. And I always love when Sister Tanya talks about choosing joy because right now, like when I prayed, I'm 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 thinking about everybody on this line that's probably lost somebody 
I mean, I have a friend who lost her mother and her brother within the same week from COVID. And as we're getting ready to um, lay my favorite, and I say it on the line, my favorite brother-in-law, because he was, and I'm not being funny, uh, Pastor Ricky, we'll lay on him the rest in a couple of weeks. But just to say that he was here one minute and he's gone, it really makes me know that life is as a vapor. So we have to cherish it. Because it's fragile, and I'm grateful again yeah. that you told you went back to Beauty for Ashes because that's what keeps us. So I love you to life, and 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 give David a hug for me. I love you. I will. I will. You are so right. That that is what keeps us. You know, just knowing that God is ever there. You know, He's He's giving us that Beauty for Ashes so that we can dance, so that we can glorify Him, so that we can you know, continue through. And, you know, with this COVID, I think it has touched every single one of us in one way or another. You know, you're talking about uh, your brother or friend who, you know, lost um, one person and, you know, the next, uh, within the same week, the same thing happened to us, you know, just a few weeks ago, my my uncle passed and, you know, not not even like three days later, you know, his his wife passed. And it was just like such a traumatic time to, you know, have that happen. And, you know, she was the one planning his service. And then she, you know, died. And it was just, you know, so traumatizing because this, this, you know, um, what we're going through now, you know, it's real. And, you know, for those who are not vaccinated, I know, you know, I'm not trying to, tell you guys what to do with your body, but please get vaccinated. Good morning, Pamela. This is Rochelle. Good morning. Sorry, I sound like I follow Kermit, but hey, it is what it is. God gonna heal that too. Um yeah. but I, I thank God for um your declaration. It was awesome. As you begin to um talk about, you know, the Hebrew meaning of the vineyard established in position i'm a visual person when you look at a plant um it, it just represents life it represents longevity um if it's nurtured well um it, it can live for a long time um, um when you think about it it's funny and it may be a little crazy to some but one of my cats just love one of my plants and all she does is just sit by it and rubs her face up against it that's the, even the ones that we are connected, that are connected to us, that aren't even a part of the plant, if that makes sense. Not even connected to the vine, but the ones that are connected to the ones that are connected to the vine. We're mm-hmm. still producing yes. from the producer. Um, yeah. It's just, yeah. It's just that visually, I was just like, oh, my God, when I look at her, she's just so content by the plant. And I'm just like, why do you like that plant? It doesn't matter because that plant is, she's, 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 she likes the plant. It's it's something about the plant that attracts her. Yes. So that's how we have to be. Um, That's why we have to be who we are, Christ-like. And because people are, uh, that are connected to us, are drawn to us, and they get uh, nurtured the way that we get nurtured. Might be saying a lot because I'm can't really speak, but to God be the glory, your share was awesome. Um, thank you. I love you. Amen. I love you too. Um, you, you're doing a great job explaining it. Um, so, uh, don't worry about that. I totally understood what you were saying because, 
Um, you're absolutely right. We need to be connected to God. We need to be connected to that source um, because it is through him that we um, are nourished, that we are strengthened, that we are um, able to dance in the midst of our uh, sorrows, in the midst of our mourning. Hello. Hey, good morning. Hi, good morning. Hold on, there was two people. It was me too, uh, uh, Pam. Okay, okay. go ahead. Go ahead, you, you, you go. Oh, okay. Go okay, go ahead. Okay. Well, as always, um, you always, the Uncle Sam will always, I could just hear you just declare all day. I love how you tell a story. I would just, it's like I'm just sitting at the, Put the band just listening to you, and um, but what I got, a, I got quite a bit out of your declaration. But the like, even when you have said God has anointed and appointed us, I was like, you know, that was a good reminder to to um to know. But the main thing when you said God purges us, and I was thinking about that, like, you know, God purges, you know, in the purging, you know, He does it. And to be, the, you know, just to be willing in that, you know, like wherever you planted, you know, that that, that is within you, you know, as he purged to release it, you know, to the people that's around you. I just thought about that, like, in that way, you know, like, you know, because it's, it's not for you, you know, it is to be fed, you know, to his people. I just pictured it in my sanctified imagination that way. But, you know, and also thinking about the... um how he break off the branches, you know, he does all that, you know, removing those things from us. And I just pictured like that, that purge tree, you know, branches broken or whatnot. And you just think like, man, you would think, you would think is something wrong with it. You know what I mean? Or, but the right. truth is it's about to come up to be, you know, even more fute and bear more fute, yeah. you know, how God does that. You know what I mean? And even I thought about the clear victory, you guys, of, how he has planted us here, and we are all living in different areas and different, you know, of, diff- uh, of this, you know, uh, of, Cal- of, Cal- of wherever we are. And right. how our roots run so deep in him and run so deep that we're connected mm. to each other and we're still feeding and getting nourishment from each other. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I picture that, like, that is so cool. You know what I'm saying? How he works. Like, in planting, you would think it would just have to be just soil. You know, of course we planted him. I'm not saying that. But the planting so much in him is so, like, in, we can't put that in a box, that we're, that the nourishment, our roots, like, just by being planted here. God, it's just so good. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking. You had me just in a whole <laughs> little, um, <laughs> like, story time over here. I was just like, oh. But thank you so much. I love when you declare. So thank you. God bless you. Amen. I love you too. Um, yeah, and one thing I did not um, say was, you know, when, when he purges us, when we're being purged, you know, like my dad had purged, uh, um, cut back the palm tree. Um, you know, it didn't look like a palm tree. It didn't look like it needed to look. When I asked my dad, I was like, well, why are you cutting off so much on this palm tree? And he was saying, um, because, you know, some of the leaves were were, were uh, very limp or broken or had started to brown or were hanging too low. 
And so he was telling me that, you know, he had to cut it back in order for it to grow because what happens is the roots try to nourish the whole tree and it will begin to put nourishment into those broken areas of the tree and the areas that really need nourishment to grow will be lacking because, you know, some of the nourishment is going to try to into this this broken limb or this limb that's been damaged or the limb that's been, um, you know, destroyed. And so he needs to cut it all off and clean it all up and only the, the, the branches or the leaves of the palm tree that are, are strong and vibrant and, you know, alive are the ones that, that are able to grow. And they grow even greater because of the roots are now concentrating its nutrients straight to that area. Um, and so they uh, begin to even flourish even greater. And so it's necessary to be pruned. And I know, you know, we we hate that part of yeah. being pruned and disciplined and, you know, having things cut off, even people cut out of our lives. You know, we, we hate that part, but we will not grow. We will not flourish. We will not uh, be able to survive in the position that he has for us if we don't. Um, who was next? Uh, go right ahead. Um, can you hear me? Yes. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. You know, like what everybody was saying, as far as this, uh, your uh, decoration was very visual. The way you were, you know, unpacking it. And one thing I uh, that stuck with me is what you when you said basically, you know, God. God, wherever we are, God has planted us. Even, you know, like on the Declare Victory, you know. I remember listening to this um, sermon, and this man said, you know, um, we have a choice in everything, but the only thing we don't have a choice in is where we, you know, where we were, what home we was brought in. Mm. You know, we were brought up in, and what spiritual home, especially if you're a kid being taken to church or whatever. He was saying that usually, uh, you know, um, if, you, if you're in a church and there's a bunch of praise and worshipers, you may not see a part of your uh, spiritual gift, but as time goes on, it, it will manifest. But then, when he, then he also went into the part about, you know, just like what environment, like what family you're brought into, you know. Um, good, bad, you know, it doesn't matter. You're not, that's one thing you don't have a choice in. And I was thinking about, you know, the farmer, you know, um, the seed doesn't <laughs> tell the farmer where to plant them. <laughs> right. <laughs> the farmer throws the seed where, where it's going to land, right? And then the, then the, the seed begins to grow. But the seed also needs the sun and the water. So, you know, it's... uh because God being the planter, the farmer, us being the plant, and even God, you know, in order for us to grow, we need the sun, which is the son of God, and the water of God. You know, so when I think about it, I say, you know what, you just chill. 
Yes, yes. He wants his chill because, you know, you, if you can take it to hardware, you can go to hard road or you can go to soft, soft road. You can, um, you can eat, you know, and grow and, 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 you know, uh, bear those fruit or you can make it harder constantly trying to figure out really is, is out of your control. You know, God is trying, wherever I'm planted, he's trying to, uh, grow me for the next, you know, maybe vineyard. I might be replanted in another place. So whatever um, he's doing, he's got full control if I allow him to have that. And if I yes. to the fact that he has full and full control, then I just need to chill, you know, and really take note of the pro- the progress and the process. Right, right. But I don't, I don't repeat yeah. anything. Right, right. And you know, up really yeah. abruptly, it put me over here because I'm not, you know, just not getting it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, that's basically what I was getting when I was listening to you. I just thought about that. You know, just, you know, really, he does everything. Everything is. You know, he just our our job is to we really need to feed ourselves of the work so we'll know what the truth is. Amen. You know, so we can um, we can grow. You know, and um, and and as we grow in the Word and the Spirit of God comes upon us, you know, there there goes this deception, and we can really be about our Father's business. So right, I, yeah, yeah, we can bear even greater fruit for him. Yeah. I was reading, you know, how it was saying so that we can bear fruit, and then it was like so we can bear even more fruit, so we can bear much fruit. I'm like, "Uh oh, so that's what we're supposed to be doing all the time is bearing fruit. You know, our whole life should be about bearing fruit and, you know, um, doing, you know, what he is calling us to do in every aspect of our lives, whether it's around family, whether it's around our friends, whether it's around uh, our coworkers or, you know, even just, you know, at a store, you know, we should always uh, portray that, the fruit of the spirit um, so that others will come to know Christ and that God will be glorified and that's how he receives glory. Yeah, I was just saying, thinking too, you know, because if you know that, if you really know that you know, you know, like that the Lord, the hat God has you, right? Right. Plant, and there's nothing to stop you from doing just exactly what you said. It's, there's nothing to stop us from bearing that fruit, for you know, going, you know, being those ambassadors. You know what I'm saying? It, it, because you know, I'm planted here for a reason. For if you don't know how long you're gonna be planted either, you may up and take you way over here. You don't know how long you're gonna, how long you'll get that job, right? Right. You know, if you're gonna ever yeah. see this person, this kind person again, you know, or this person that you know, um, you God impressed you to say something to. So it's like it stops, you know. It's thinking of from from the terms of him being a planner, and and also everything else, <laughs> the, yeah. the nourishment of the whole nourishment of the plant. Then you know, we should better just go forward. I just want to also want to say to the sisters, um. On um on the uh, uh walk it out. I just want to thank you, sisters. Uh, we're feel, we're feeling better. 
Um, but thank you guys for your prayers because we're dealing with this COVID as well. We've been out for out for a week. <laughs> so thank you for your prayers. We felt it, and I'm feeling much better. Amen. Amen. Is there Can anyone else? Yes, yes, Sam, this is Miss. And good morning. Um, and thanks, Dee for the prayer. I, it was really heartfelt this morning. Um, you know, I like that you started out with uh, the book of Genesis in 27 when you spoke about how Isaac uh, smelled his son. You know, God is never aging, never ending, and no matter what we get covered in, he can smell us and he knows mm, us. Come on. I thought that was pretty rich, you know, because that's stuff in life that happens, you know, but I can't get away from God because he knows me. He knows my scent. He knows my heartbeat. He knows my thoughts <laughs> way before I know these things. So I was real grateful when you said that. You talked about your dad planting that tree and, and then transplanting a new location closer to the pond, you said? And yeah. It made me think about being planted by the rivers of living water. The rivers. I just thought about that, yes. <laughs> yeah, how God transplanted me from a desert, arid place, to a place where there was more water that my roots can seep into the soil and where the water was to get the nutrients. And also, just looking at the palm tree, it doesn't have a lot of branches. It has those big, long leaves, you know, and that's, right. you know, it uh, gives shade. And, you know, when the winds come, they'll rustle and they'll break off. They rarely bend. Those trees are strong. They withstand hurricanes and storms, you know, every year. You see them, they've just bent over, and then they stand back up. They rarely break. But um, just looking at that, and just the analogy of that for my own, is that storms of life come, and, and we bend, but we don't break. And when we bend, we bend in worship. We're bending in prayer. We're lifting up ourselves to God. The leaves are are waving in the wind as they come. They make that rustling sound. I love the sound of the the leaves when the wind hits the trees. One of my favorite things to watch are trees. But I thank God for that. I had an experience myself with COVID, personal experience, lost a loved one to that virus in April of 22. And when I was bent and brokenhearted, that God ministered to me, the depth of the roots became deeper. The the yeah. hold in the soil and the nutrients yeah. that I needed, he provided richly. So when I was bowed down in worship and prayer, he continued to strengthen me to get through that process, to go through the grieving process at my pace, learning how to sit in the pain, to feel and experience what I was feeling because the storm wasn't getting ready to change its course because I was uncomfortable. It was going to keep going. But I had to learn to stand on Christ in the midst of the storm, bend over, and continue to trust him through that bending process. And I thank God for what you said this morning because it just inspired me to to continue to lift up God because today I'm standing up straight. I'm not bent down anymore. But I'm only standing because my roots are solid in Christ, and he has, yeah. he's got me erect. You know what I'm saying? I believe I believe him in the depths of my soul. And you, I think it was you or either maybe Dee Dee mentioned it during the prayer. No matter what, no, you did. Because you said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. So no matter what's going on, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Yes, 
and he will walk me through every process that looks like it's danger, that looks like the flood is going to come and overtake me, that looks like it. As long as I keep my eyes on him, it's going to be all right. Thank you this morning. I love to hear you speak. Bless day. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, girl. You're a blessing to me. <laughs> Anyone else who uh like to make a comment or good morning. This is Juanita. I just wanna thank you this morning for the declaration. Um I thank everyone on the call too, even for their, you know, um comments and um commentaries on the declaration and um BD for your prayer as well. Um I just wanna say that I um been blessed by by it all, and it was so many things that uh, captured uh, my attention, especially even when you were talking about the pruning process as well. Um, you know, you have to cut some things off, and it may not um, look pretty in the beginning, you know, but it's all for the best and and to grow more fruit, to be more fruitful. So, and I thank God even how he uprooted me from, areas that I thought I was going to be and uprooted me here in California, to California, um, beginning in Illinois, where I'm from, um, thinking I'm maybe supposed to be in Texas and try to stay in Texas for a while. But he's like, no, you know, but I thank, thank God that, you know, he is the one that's in control and not myself. Um, and that the things that I go through, you know, that I know that everything is going to be all right because of, um, how God has ordained, um, things to be and I and I just trust him and I thank him. I thank you for your declaration. I thank God for the declare victory in you all. Amen. Amen. Yeah, we don't we don't realize how much God really loves and bless each one of us on this call for uh, allowing us to, you know, be introduced to to this very call, to this very ministry, um, we are uh, blessed every day that someone speaks into our lives, and you know, it is rich soil, rich, and um, you know, we're gaining so much new nutrients to to really. Um, endure the things that we go through in life. You know, once we get off on of this call, you know, it's like, you know, real life happens. And, you know, this call has, you know, encouraged me and lifted me up and carried me through some extremely difficult times. And, you know, I'm just so grateful to it. And, you know, just as it has sown into each of our lives, I want to encourage all of you guys to sow back into this ministry um, because it is definitely uh, has a solid foundation and it's rich with with nutrients and its soil. All right. If there's no one else, I'm going to uh, close out the call. Um, just want to thank you guys all for um, calling in and staying on and. <laughs> bearing with me um, through this long declaration. Um, 
Father God, we just come to you this morning, God, just giving you all the glory, God. Your word says that you had created us, God, that we will glorify you, God. And so we give you glory, God. We thank you for your hand that is ever upon us and ever present in our lives, God. We thank you, God, for uh, even the times that, that uh, of purging, God, and the times that you prune us, God, and the times that you cut us back, God, in order to uh, prepare us to even uh, bear greater fruits, God. Uh, God, I just pray, Lord, that you would uh, bless the founder of this call, Sister Dion, God, just uh, continue to cover her, God, in blood, God, continue to uh, bless her life, God. Continue to wrap your arms around her, God. We thank you for her, God. I pray, Lord, that um, you would just bless all of those who uh, were involved in founding uh, this uh, Declare Victory call, God, and that they may be blessed abundantly, God. Protect them now, God. Go with us now, God, as we go forth through our day, God. Help us, God, to bear great root, God, for you, God, that you be glorified, God. Let the things that we speak of out of our mouth come from our heart, God, that um, that those who hear us, God, would come to know you, God, and would be blessed. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I love you all to life. Have a blessed Monday. Amen. So it's covering your love prayers. You. Love Have you. a blessed day, everyone. Have a blessed day. God bless everybody. I love you guys. Bye-bye. God bless you. Happy Martin Luther King Day. God bless you, y'all. Have a blessed day. Have a good day, Yvonne, sister. Love you guys. Bye, Bye sweetie.
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking in 
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared the 
This conference has reached its maximum duration and will end in one minute. Life, forgiving one another while staying on our 
Declare.